Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. is some of our thoughts. Ready? Ready. Ready when you are. <laughs> Hi, everyone. It's Sarah. And Carter. And this is some of our thoughts. How are you doing today? I'm good. Good. We have a logo. We do have a logo. <laughs> the check finally <laughs> cleared. <laughs> We're going to be able to upload like this with the new artwork. Yes. I'm sending the whole package to Mike so he oh, can nice. yeah, put our stuff everywhere. Good. And, we have our friends uh, April Lehman and Haley Cash from the Starving Artist Collective Shout made us uh, some beautiful proprietary artwork. Yeah. And I have gone absolutely manic with uh, possibility. Not I think manic, just enthused. I am incredibly enthused. I got, <laughs> I got on this website that had uh, enamel pins mm. for all of our, uh, our graphics. Because they made us the cutest little, like, there's a tongue and a mouth. And I just <laughs> got to see it the other day at my house for the first time. Because Dropbox, you have to pay for. And I Ugh. I was going to get, I have Dropbox, but I, like, haven't updated it. So now they're like, pay $15. And I was like, no. no, no. And I almost did a couple of weeks ago for work because someone sent me photos on Dropbox. And yeah. I was like, oh. Joey pays for mine. For the wholesale. So he'll pay for yours. He pay, He renewed something for his. So yeah. I don't know. That's how we share all of uh, our stuff is on yeah. Dropbox. But um, yeah, wow. The um, the tongue. There's the hand. <laughs> <laughs> the tongue. I mean, it looks like the Rolling Stones, but it it's does. ours. Blah. And it's a cute little gap tooth. And it reminds me it's of, cute. you know, like yeah. very a very specific smile in my life. And then uh, there's a hand with the glass. And then it says, let's have some fun. That's Sarah's catchphrase. Let's have some fun. And then um, the, uh, the record player that says a podcast with friends, which mm. I love. And then... Um, yeah, gosh, just the colors. I have it as the background on my phone. I love that. <laughs> so, like, all weekend we had Pride on uh, mm -hmm. one day at on Saturday. And I was like, hey, do you want to see my logo? <laughs> 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 and everyone was like, okay, Carter. It's impressive. It's pretty. And it is Someone ours. created that just from, like, knowing us. Yeah, well, that Ta was... Like, just listening listening to us mostly well yeah listening told... talking oh that color so pretty looks like a brick it does she's a brick wine she might and might say so we were just talking about this wine Yay, and yeah let me try it first and then i'll talk to you fine people oh oh it's that smells so we had another rosé the other <laughs> night with our friend Bailey, and it's going to be like that one. It's, okay. it's a little nattier than I remember. But it smells crazy. Yeah, it's interesting. It smells like a rhubarb. Yeah, it's very, it, it kind of looks like that color too when you think of like strawberry oh. rhubarb. Mm -hmm. 
It has, it's very murky because it's unfiltered and unrefined. 75-year-old vines. It's Cantina Giardino. That's one of our favorite producers in the wine shop. This is way better than what I had the other night. Oh, good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, no, she, no, no, she, no, she, no, no tea, no, no shade. shade, no, she, no, she, continue, please. Uh, <coughs> it's from Campania. So uh, any orange wine that we've ever had from them have, they just don't miss. Cantina Giardino does not miss. That mm. was the giant three liter bottle that the girls opened at their graduation party with Sophia. Rosa, mm. which means the red fox. It's like almost like a watermelon Jolly Rancher yeah, quality. It's sour. And it, yeah. I wouldn't say like, go to as far to say like sour cherries, like that one mm-hmm. pet nut from Il Farnetto is like sour cherries. Oh yeah. But it is watermelon, and it is like a like a candied sour candy yeah. aspect of fruit. Mm. Mm-hmm. Delish, perfect for summer. It is a little like jolting when you first sip it, like oh. Yeah. But it's mostly just like oh, what, what? It's what also is that? like one thirty in the afternoon. We haven't had any wine today, Mm-mm. so it's you know establishing our palate for the rest of the day. Mm. Um, I love the uh, the. The grape is a very, very rare grape. It's called the Pink Coda de Volpe, which is like... And the color is literally like a pink color, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's why the uh, the label is like this really cute... With my dog on it. <laughs> it does look like Leia. <laughs> but it's a fox. I mean, it's, it's a just fox. a really cute... That would be a great tattoo. A really cute little drawing of a creature. Uh, two days on the skins before being pressed off to concrete vats for a year. A year. Mm. then chestnut barrels and then six months in the bottle and i don't know how long it's in uh or a year of rest in chestnut barrels i see so it's not in concrete for a year that's why i was like what yeah i got lost in the sentence structure in my notes and my handwriting is terrible uh six months in the bottle blood orange minerals and spice but we like we said uh watermelon candy yeah yeah and then I have, uh, like, the name of the winemakers, which is kind of rare. Like, they don't always provide all of that information. No, they don't. So, Antonio and Daniela de Gratola. Mm. Beautiful names. Yeah. Uh, he said the vineyard work is done by hand. Love that. As it, you know, Big fan. pretty much ought to be. Uh, organic and a combination of uh, great farming uh, lo- and low yields result in healthy, uh, characterful fruit. And then it says in my notes, I did all of this research back in February. I believe it. Um, the grapes ferment naturally without temperature <laughs> control and fermentation uh, can continue for months. That So I think okay. that's kind of why it has all of that complexity to mm-hmm. it. And um, the wines that they make historically are raised in a combination of terracotta and fora, which is a pretty common theme for natural wine or a lot of wines that we featured on the show. Uh, large casks made from local woods and bottled unfiltered with no uh, additions at all. Resulting wines, the resulting wines are singular, vivid expressions of grape and place. Mm. Which I like, you know, a sense of terroir is important. Yeah, I agree. Kind of hard to come by. And then if I can just finish the last little paragraph that I have on the grape itself. The Coda de Volpe Bianca is what we're working with. It's pretty rare pink grape ancient um, full-bodied white from southern italy 
they call it the white foxtail, Coda de Porcona, goat's tail, um, I guess is the de Porcora, because I don't speak Italian. Um, <laughs> but the shape of the clusters um, named the the grape itself, or they named it because of the shape of the clusters, mm-hmm. looked like a, a foxtail, which is kind of cool. And then um, uh, the Coda de Cavallo Bianca are long clusters shaped like a horse's tail. Oh. Uh, <laughs> which is just like, it can be like a long, you know, in my experience of horse tails. Um, moderate yields, mid to late ripening, mid to end October, which is pretty late. And then and they mm-hmm. usually have pretty high sugar levels and um, medium acidity. But this one's pretty acidic. Pretty acidic, yeah. And then uh, it does say that the grape itself is widespread but exclusive to Campania in southern Italy. They grow alongside Alianico as per tradition. Oh, I love that. I love Alianico. Right. Mm. And we actually, when we did our Alianico episode, that was like the third or fourth one that we ever did. A long time ago. We had the Perdinalis one from Texas. And then Cantina Giardino was the... Parisos. Was it Parisos? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. We haven't had any Perdinalis, actually. That's fair. They might not make a Alianico. I don't know. But uh, anything I've ever had from them has been wonderful. I'm sad and I'm sorry to Parisos that I forgot it was your Alianico. But that was wonderful wine. That was good. Beautiful wine. And uh, what do you think about this one? I had no idea what to expect because I was reading last night about the grape itself is so rare. And when you hear it like, oh, the grape is rare, it can go a lot of different directions that's true <laughs> very true no i lo- it's like it's so complex like every sip i take i'm like oh it's definitely oh. settling down yes like it was a lot straight out of the bottle i'm gonna leave the cork out of it because like you don't often have to let a rosé breathe but it might be helpful just to have some oxygen and it was very cold i took it out of my refrigerator about 20 minutes before i left yeah which I think has been helpful because if it was just like super cold, it would not <clears throat> taste the same right now. I found a cool recipe to go with it. And now that I'm tasting it, because I've never, I've, have you had this before? Yeah, I've had Once it before? twice before. Mm-hmm. And one time the bottle was flawed. Oh, And that I sucks. can talk about that a little bit if you'd like. Yeah, what, um, ha- what was up with that bottle? It was on the front row of the, the top shelf of the middle shelf, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense, of the wine shop. There's three shelves. Yeah. Uh, the middle shelf is Italy. Always, it's always oh. all of our Italian stuff, and it's usually always full, with the exception of like the very bottom shelves has mm. some extra French bottles, because we specialize in French wines. But um, that one was on the top shelf for a while. It's more expensive. It's forty eight before tax mm-hmm. uh, retail, so it it doesn't move like as much as I think it should. Yeah. Um. But you know, it's a Great quality wine, obviously rare, great varietal, as yeah. we mentioned. So, like, it, they need to price it accordingly, and I yeah. think it's it's not a crazy ask for this wine. Mm-mm. But it doesn't move uh, very often. So that bottle didn't move very often. <laughs> and what happens in my wine shop at a certain point of the day, uh, the sun comes in like a laser yes. and hits those Italian bottles specifically with the, the ones on the kitchen island in the middle mm-hmm. are where we keep all of our mags and our vinegars. And um, I think that it just got cooked yeah. in the sun because it is Texas. It's June in Texas. Yes. And it is going to be 109 degrees uh, later this week. Oh, like morbid, but 
guy and his stepson just died at Big Bend because they got too hot. Yeah, I believe it was a hundred. It reached a hundred and nineteen. Yeah, which like okay, maybe don't hike right now, but that's still incredibly like what? Yeah, yeah. It's only June. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess it's almost July now. This month has flown by. It has. You're probably right though. It probably just got t- too hot. I think it got cooked over and over too. It, probably. Yeah, yeah. If no one was like. And I mean, I dust them and sometimes I'll pick them up so that I can dust underneath them. But I also don't like pick them up and turn them on their side. Like I don't hand riddle them at the shelf. And um, I guess I could probably shuffle them, like take the one from the back and put it. But that's a lot of work, too. And what if you end up cooking five instead of just one? That's true. (laughs) That's true. That's the Then you'll never um, know. Like, is this one supposed to taste like this? That's true. Uh, It just, you know, it. Yeah, and it could have just been that bottle, too. Who knows? But the first time I had it, it was, like, darker. I want to say darker, like a ruby. But it also just could have been the lighting was different. Because I fell prey to that (laughs) neon again. (laughs) Every time. Golden hue. Hmm. That's so funny to me. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's, yeah. Uh, but yeah, this one, she's a funky gal. She, um, I'm glad that we have it. I'm glad yeah. that we're talking about it. And Sarah got a beautiful salad recipe considering it is June yes. in Texas. We can't be cooking uh, chicken breasts and, you know, duck right Meats. now. Meats. No. <laughs> in fact, I've been dying to make that peach board. Oh, I really, ooh, I really want to make that. I'm making it for Sex and the City night. So it's peach, burrata, mint, basil, cherries, prosciutto. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Easy girl. Easy girl. Sounds so good. So we're doing like a bunch of no-cook dinners right now, and salad can definitely be a part of that. Yes. So this is my first time trying this wine and I think this recipe now that I've had it is going to go great because it has that nice acidity to it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This and this is an avocado grapefruit and fennel salad. Let me scroll down for four years to get to the recipe. Okay. You'll need one fennel bulb thinly sliced. One avocado peeled and cut into chunks, two pink grapefruits peeled and segmented, two handfuls of lightweight greens such as pea shoots, baby spinach, watercress, something like eye appealing too, I would say. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Some shaved parm, citrus dressing. For the dressing, you need about a fourth cup of fresh squeezed grapefruit juice, and then you'll need a fourth cup of extra virgin olive oil two tablespoons of white balsamic vinegar which i'm a big fan of one tablespoon of minced shallot one teaspoon of grainy brown mustard a half teaspoon of kosher salt and some ground black pepper combine the fennel avocado grapefruits and greens in a large salad bowl drizzle with three to four tablespoons of the citrus dressing and season with salt and pepper adjust the seasoning to your liking and top it with the shaved pieces of parmesan and then for the dressing 
all those ingredients for the dressing you just add, which I actually made a dressing similar to this without looking at this recipe a couple weeks ago. I have a bunch of mason jars. Yeah. I just added it all to the mason jar and just like shook it a lot so it would emulsify properly. And it turned out great. And that's it. And this recipe is with grapefruit. I think you could do like a blood orange also. Yeah, it's they're hard to find in Waco. Yes. And I I found some a couple weeks ago and they just weren't that good. Yeah, that's fair. And they're expensive. They are expensive because <laughs> they're more like a specialty thing and we just don't have access to quite so much specialty stuff here. But yeah. grapefruit is wonderful. And I think it's and got you could like do a, both. a really nice like acidity to it. Mm-hmm. And that, I like that kind of bitter quality of a grapefruit. Yeah. I've never been a person that puts like sugar on my grapefruit. I just like a grapefruit. If I, I like it both ways. If I like something, if I want something sweet, I'll just eat an orange. <laughs> I know we <laughs> talked about Gilmore Girls last week, but it reminded me of a scene from one that we just watched. Emily is having like this fit because the new maid sugared her grapefruit. Yeah. <laughs> and she keeps going, I know this is sugared. Does she <laughs> like, work for a sugar conglomerate? Yes. Just over and over and over. They'll be having a conversation, then she just like has to bring it back to the sugar. It's grapefruit. candied. <laughs> <laughs> it made me laugh so hard. <laughs> but that woman is a mess. She's everything. I love it. <clears throat> she's just yeah i think that so salad nice. would be great with this something yeah. light nice acidity oh yeah but then you'll still get like the like the creaminess from the avocado in it and the crunchiness from the fennel lots of good texture b oh. actually made homemade tortillas on her tortilla breast she did it reminds me of, have you seen the menu no, I still haven't um, seen it. We really ought to watch it because they're just for this one. Yeah. Well, the whole movie is phenomenal. Yeah. But there's this it. one scene where they they put all of these tortillas in front of them, <laughs> and one of all it's all the finance bros, and it's like uh, like their secret documents of how they've been like uh, laundering money. Oh. And he's like, "What are these?" And she's like, "They're tortillas." <laughs> And then he's like, well, I know that, but like, how did you get access to these? I don't, I need to know, like, what are these? What? How, how did you find these? What are these? And she's like, they're tortillas. <laughs> That's good. But the whole reason I bring that up, Bailey made homemade tortillas <laughs> and they were wonderful. And she made shrimp tacos with Ooh. an avocado crema. Yum. And it was divine. I love shrimp tacos. And she, they've, they've started feeding me too. So I go good. on like the Waco, like foodie tour of all my besties houses ryan and sarah will cook for me one night jared and bailey will cook for me another night i'm so kyle's making enchiladas tonight that's right (laughs) (laughs) anyway anyway so the vinyl pairing we have for this i had never heard of this artist before carter sent it to me and she's dope I She's love her such voice. a badass man. This album existed at the wine shop before I did. I mean, I was there as a customer, but mm-hmm. I remember like Chelsea would put this on and there's one track. This is a funny thing that happens when you <laughs> listen to records. Yeah. Cause uh, I'm like, Oh, it's like track three side B mm-hmm. of the album, but I don't know what it's, uh, yeah. it's called never gonna. Mm-hmm. Just pulled it. Uh, her name's Leanne LaHavis, though, before we get into it too much. Leanne LaHavis. She's wonderful. So good. And um, the track is called Never Gonna Get Enough. Never oh, Get yeah. Enough. And the first time I heard it, I remember I was just kind of like having a conversation with somebody. And then I stopped. I was like, is this the White Stripes? Because like, she breaks it down at a certain <laughs> yeah. point, And it's like, never gonna get enough. <laughs> 
So um, some info about this album. It came out in 2015. Mm-hmm. She's It's got 10 tracks on it. She's an English singer, songwriter, and guitarist. So she's just like a badass she's front great. woman. Influenced by Lauren Hill and Nina <coughs> Simone. And you can mm. really tell with some of them. I love Lauren Hill. Right? Mm-hmm. Bless it. Um, so she was Grammy nominated, but she didn't win. And the cool thing about her, she was the uh, BBC's Sound of 2012 nominee. That is what gave her all of her, like, well, actually, she opened for Bonnie Vare in 2011. And that gave her, like, propelled her to make it to the BBC and all that. But she didn't write anything after this album came out in 2015 until 2020. Oh, wow. She just released a few songs. But I think she's a mom now, and so she, that mm. project probably took a big backseat, uh, as you know, Sarah's here to tell you. Should yeah. be like that sometimes. It do. But <laughs> she's a wonderful uh, artist, and I'm glad that Super we... Super soulful, like, deep registered voice, too, which yeah. I love. Yeah, she's, uh, she's, she's serious. Yeah, she's special. She's great. So, um... Yeah, I mean, the influence, you can definitely tell Lauren Hill, Nina Simone. Yeah, makes sense. And then she's got her own spin to it, too, where it was like such, it was like this really quiet little do, 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 And then out of nowhere, it was like, and I was just like, is who, what? What is this? What is this? Who is she? She's great. And uh, I think this happened to be one of the days you were able to come to Wine Shop, and we were just like mm-hmm. picking and choosing albums off their look. And this, oh, we are, we need to do that again soon. It's so fun, and I've got and it so set many... us up for like eleven episodes. Seriously, well, th- <laughs> we kind of had to because yeah. our spring was so busy, and it was nice to have all of the pictures already. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, this one it just it matched the album cover matched, and you know our favorite flower. Oh, the birds of paradise, birds of paradise behind her, and then it's got this beautiful like marble halo looking thing behind yeah. her, and she has this incredible uh, on the record like marble thing uh, in oh, that's the cool. middle where like the the innermost circle. Mm-hmm. 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 I don't know what you call it, but I know what yeah. you mean. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like holding up a oh. circle, <laughs> making my hand. I'm like, what? A circle is round, <laughs> has no end. <laughs> That's how long I want to be your friend. Oh, wow. (laughs) You're welcome. Yeah, that was something. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of something, I don't know if we said this in the last episode, TBD on location, but we have a date for our next live show. You know what's funny is the way that these episodes have come out, they've kind of come out all over the place. (laughs) And the last one I think that came out last week or the week before was um, from March, and we were talking mm-hmm. about the last live show. And, Weird. And Sarah literally goes, and don't think that's our last one. <laughs> and, I mean, that was in March, so since then we've gotten, we've made a lot of progress in yeah. various aspects of this project. And we have, like, so much cool stuff. We were accepted. Our application for Waco Restaurant Weekend was accepted, mm-hmm. so I feel like that's. That's huge. We can say that. Yeah. Safely. Yeah. That's why the date is the date because we want to be a part of that. And yeah. our friend Carol Ferguson is the executive director of Keep Waco Beautiful, beautiful woman. Yes, Carol. She worked at Wine Shop before. Um, she was the original shoppy girl. <laughs> and um, yeah, she 
when I told her we were doing that, she was like, do you want to be a part of that? And we were like, how can we turn that down? Yeah, exactly. Right? Best idea. Yeah. And that's something I would have never even thought about. I know. Until someone like Carol would be like, oh my God, do it. You should do it. You can do it. And it's like, oh, well, well yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can. I mean, we're both from here. We both plug local restaurants constantly. Mm-hmm. Not just in this show, but in our jobs and our yeah. We'll have lives. a local chef doing all the food for our live show, too. Yes. Mm, so excited. Yeah, it's going to be great. So we'll keep uh, updating y'all with information as that comes about. For and sure. then, um, yeah, the whole Instagram is about to get us level up with our artwork. Yeah, it is. I'm excited. I'm very, very excited. I think y'all are going to freak out. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You're going to see it and be like, oh, my God, yeah. Like, that's them. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yep. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely listened. Uh, April was so excited to help us with it. And then yeah. Haley met us for the first time. And yeah. she just understood the assignment. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. She was like, oh, yeah, you two? <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> and she did, man. She did. She did. She whipped that artwork right up. And it's just <clears throat> professional and pretty. Yeah. And it feels so good. So good. And it feels so good. Yep. Lots of uh, lots of that this mm-hmm. summer. Happy, happy, joy, joy. You light have... light wines, light food. Yeah. And like cold, preferably. Cold, yes, yeah, something cold. Oh, can we talk about the... Um... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> At first I thought you said basketball. <laughs> I was like... The summer I think series. you're on your own. <laughs> well, Luca, you can tell me. <laughs> obviously, Luca listens. You know what's amazing, though? I was sitting with Jared the other night, and he and Ryan were talking about watching the summer series. Oh, yeah. And Ryan was like, well, let's just go watch it. I'm sure Carter will want to watch it. We should just let's go watch it at the ranch house. <laughs> and Jared, like, turned his phone to me, and he was like, that cool with you? And I'm like, yeah, that's cool with me. Aww. But I just love Ryan was like, yeah, let's just oh, let's watch it at the ranch house. <laughs> Damn it, Ryan. I'm like, yeah, as long as I'm not working that <laughs> night, like, brother. Can I go? Yeah. <laughs> Am I invited? It's news to me. But uh, yeah, that's my basketball update. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'll let you know what day that is. Um, light, fun bubbles. Cold bubbles. Cold bubbles. Yeah, yeah. Valley Mills Vineyards just released a limited release. It's a sparkling carignan. Oh, and you sent me and be a picture of it. And uh, uh, we were together when that happened. Oh, good, good. I wasn't and sure. I was like, <gasps> and she che- she like scrambled to check her phone and she was like, what? It's so good. Like, shout out, Charlie. You're the sparkling man. Oh, like, <laughs> he is. It's so, it's so juicy. It's just like blackberry, black cherry juice. No. And it's bubbly. I and it's really it. dark. It's like Lambrusco style. It's very dark. It's it carignan. Like, like yeah. it's so good though. I have to have it. I have. You do. We have to do a day where, would you want us to come when you're working or would you want to go on a day you're not working? No, I really want to go on a day I'm not working because yeah. I haven't done that in like two years. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I want to have fun. Yeah. I'll take like a, like a Monday or yeah, we'll take a Monday and just yeah. go do it one day. That or sounds great. Sunday or Monday, because yeah. we're, we're all off those days. Sarah has her dance class on Sunday. Oh, I now, do. Though. That's true. I can't be wasty for it. We, I can be a little wasty. <laughs> just dance. Just dance. <laughs> well, and it's fabulous. I was excited to get to do it last weekend. And then this 
past one was just the second one, but you said you yeah, it learned went so much. So well, Good. it was super seamless and smooth. I just came in like I am right now, just mm-hmm. like being myself, and there mm-hmm. weren't any snags. Everything was just like Good. it was. It went really well. Happy, happy. I added joy. a bunch of new choreography too. Yeah, I like got my drive back for it. I was really stressed out after the first one. But yeah, we're good. Good. Yeah. Yeah, it's lovely. And it's a wonderful opportunity to show up for yourself and with mm-hmm. community and meet some great people. Um, <clears throat> if nothing else, it's an indoor activity in the summer. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And it's just an hour of like beautiful yeah. movement and stretching with great music. It does have great music. Sarah I can agree. never cheap out on that. It is fun though. The other Yesterday, the girls were like, what is this playlist? And I was like, oh my God, I know. <laughs> I was like, I found this song and yeah. this song to go with the theme. Yeah, it was fun. It's called Sacred Sensuality at Turn Up Waco. Mm-hmm. And we're very proud. Yeah. All right, y'all. I'm going to finish this glass of wine. Yeah, me too. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Till next time. And as always, grab your favorite glass. Put on your favorite record. Let's have some fun. Yay. Thank you for listening to some of our thoughts. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. 